turn with me to the book of First John chapter 2. First John chapter 2 verse 27. The Bible says, But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. And you do not need that anyone teach you. But as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, my God, and is true and is not a lie. And just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. Give me good news translation. But as for you, Christ has poured out his spirit on you. As long as his spirit remains in you, you do not need anyone to teach you. For his spirit teaches you about everything. And what he teaches is true, not false. Obey the spirit's teaching then and remain in union with Christ. Give me amplified version. As for you, the anointing, the special gift, the preparation which you received from him remains permanently in you. And you have no need for anyone to teach you. But just as his anointing teaches you, giving you insight through the presence of the Holy Spirit about all things. I want you to say all things. Everything. The Bible says the anointing gives us insight. The anointing teaches us about all things. Not some things, all things. The anointing will help you. The anointing will help you how to manage yourself. The anointing will help you develop the right character. The anointing can teach you how to be a husband, how to be the wife. The anointing. The anointing can teach you anything. The Bible says the anointing teaches all things. Everything. Everything. Give me the passion translation. That's the last one. The Bible says, but the wonderful anointing you have received from God is so much greater, my God, than their deception and now lives in you. The Bible says, in this world we might be deceived, but the anointing that you have received is greater than deception, my God. The anointing you have received is greater than the deception. There is no need for anyone to keep teaching you. There is no need. His anointing teaches you all that you need to know. Whatever you need to know, the anointing is there to teach you. Everything that you need to know, the anointing is there to teach you. If you are failing in some areas, go to the anointing. The anointing will surely teach you. Give me the scripture. His anointing teaches you all that you need to know. For it will lead you into truth, not a counterfeit. The anointing is not fake. Are we together? The anointing is not fake at all. The anointing is the anointing. The anointing, you might not be able to understand the anointing. But that does not make it fake. It is no counterfeit. Give me the scripture. So just as the anointing has taught you, remain in him. The anointing teaches. 
But as you are being taught in the anointing, you abide in the anointing. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? I want to teach you tonight. I will continue on the 21 types of anointing. The 21 types of anointing. And the prophet said, the first seven are for ministry. And the seven are the apostolic anointing, the prophetic anointing, evangelism anointing, teaching anointing, pastoral anointing, preaching anointing, music anointing. Then he went and taught us six more anointings. These ones are for everyone, not just ministry. And the six are creative anointing. That you are able to be creative. You are able to bring out something that we have not seen before. Number two was the deliverance anointing. That you are able to stand and pray for your family and strongholds are broken. The deliverance anointing. Are you here somebody? Then there was the anointing for strategy and business expansion. The anointing of Isaac. Someone who knows what to do at what time. The anointing for strategy. Then there is the anointing of favor. The anointing that was at work so much in the life of Esther. That she found favor even with the eunuchs. Not just the king. Even with the eunuchs she found favor. Then there was the anointing of worship. And the prophet said some people can worship because they are here in church. The moment they go home they don't know how to worship anymore. If they are to worship, maybe they need to play a worship song. And maybe something then, you know, they can be aroused into worshiping. But people that carry the anointing of worshiping are worshipers. And this is not just for the choir. This is for everyone in church. Every believer should be able to kneel down. Every believer should be able to lift their hands and begin to worship the Lord. Because he is worthy of our worship. And the last one that he taught us was the anointing of wealth management. The anointing that was so much at work in the life of Solomon. That when the queen saw the order in the house of Solomon. When the queen saw the chefs. When the queen saw the table. When the queen saw the plates. Are you here somebody? Are you here somebody? The Bible says when the queen saw the cutlery in the house of Solomon, the coordination in the house of Solomon, the Bible says the queen had no longer spirit. Her spirit was gone. Management. How do you manage your life? How do you manage your life? You're failing to manage just your wardrobe. Your cutlery, everything, yourself in your own kitchen. You don't know where to get the serving spoon. You don't know where to get your forks. You are failing to manage. But Solomon had an anointing of wealth management. He knew how to manage his wealth. Do you know so many people are supposed to be wealthy, but they don't know how to manage even themselves? The little they have now, they are failing to manage it. What more when the Lord brings wealth? Manage your wealth. 
You need the anointing to teach you. Remember, the anointing teaches you of all things. Like Solomon, tonight receive the anointing for wealth management. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Tonight, I want to teach you the anointing for sensitivity and obedience to the voice of God. The anointing for sensitivity and obedience to the voice of God. Move with me to the first book of Samuel, chapter 3, verse 9 to 10. New King James Version. The Bible says, Therefore, Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down. And it shall be, if he calls you, that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Verse 10. Now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times. Samuel, Samuel, and Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant hears. Speak, for your servant hears. The anointing for sensitivity and obedience to the voice of God. For you to understand what I'm saying, let's go to verse 1 of the same chapter. Verse 1 of 1 Samuel chapter 3. The Bible says, now the boy Samuel, he was still a boy. Are you here somebody? Samuel was still a boy. Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. Verse 2. And it came to pass at that time when Eli, while Eli was laying down in his place and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see. Let's go. And behold, the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord where the ark of God was. And while Samuel was lying down, give me that scripture in the message, verse 3. It was well before dawn. The sanctuary lamp was still burning. Samuel was still in bed in the temple of God, where the chest of God rested. Where the chest of God rested. The Bible says, at this time, Samuel was a boy. Samuel was a boy living in the house of the priest Eli. But let me take you to something that we always miss. The two sons of Eli. The Bible speaks of the two sons of Eli. And the Bible says of the two sons of Eli, the two sons of Eli never obeyed the Lord at all. What they were doing in the temple was disgusting. Those two kids are the ones that Samuel, if anything, he's looking up to other brothers. That is what he sees. Are you here, somebody? He did not have the right example before him at all. But the Bible says, despite having the wrong example, despite seeing every day what the older brothers are doing in that house, the Bible says there was a night when the Lord called unto Samuel. And the boy Samuel, the time that the word of the Lord was so rare, he was sensitive enough to hear his name being called. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? You are living in an era when the word of the Lord is no longer rare. 
You are living in an era. We have a prophet that he can stand. And the whole day, literally, he will just be telling you, you this, you this, call another one this. The Bible says in this time, revelation was so rare. In this time, there was no prophecy at all. And yet the boy Samuel, living in the midst of sinners, the boy Samuel was sensitive enough to hear that he's being called. And he went to the priest Eli, who was, by the way, sleeping near the ark. And the priest Eli realized that, no, 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 no. This is the Lord calling him. And the priest said, now go back, my son. And when you hear that word again, this is what you're going to say. You're going to say, here I am, Lord. Speak to me, I hear you. That was obedience. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? Obedience. Obedience. When the word of the Lord was rare, we are living in a season. We are living in an era. We even know that October is the month of anointing. We are not blind. We are not living in the time of Eli. We are not like Samuel. We are not blind. We are living in a time when we are told this time the Lord is going to liberate you. I don't know if you still remember. I don't know if you still remember. Our prophet yesterday said this time the Lord is liberating his people in the month of anointing. Be like Samuel. Be sensitive to the word of the Lord. You heard that word that the Lord is going to liberate you. What have you done? The whole day. Did you even think that yesterday you were liberated? Did you pray about that word? Did you enforce that prophecy? Sensitivity and obedience. That is what set Samuel apart. The anointing to be sensitive. And the anointing to obey. Are you here somebody? The anointing to be sensitive. And the anointing to obey. Are you here somebody? Are you here, somebody? Tonight, receive this anointing. In the name of Jesus. May the anointing of sensitivity and obedience set you apart. In the name of Jesus. Those of you watching us in Zoom, may the anointing of sensitivity, the anointing of obedience, may it set you apart. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Number two. Number two. The anointing for warfare. The anointing for prosperity and success. These are two things. But they manifest in one human being. Are you here somebody? Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1. Verse 3 to 7. New King James Version. Joshua chapter 1. Verse 3 to 7. The anointing for warfare. The Bible says, Every place. That the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. As I said to Moses, let's go. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you. The anointing of warfare. No man shall be able to stand before you. 
all the days of your life. The Bible did not say weak men will not be able to stand before you. The Bible did not say losers will not be able to stand before you. To Joshua, the word was no man. Are you here with me, somebody? Are you receiving this one? The Bible says no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Not one day. All the days of your life. No one. It doesn't matter if that day you are crying. No one will be able to stand before you. It doesn't matter if everything is moving that day. No one will be able to stand before you. Are you here somebody? The anointing of warfare. Give me the scripture. No man shall be able to stand before you. All the days of your life. As I was with Moses. So I will be with you. I will not leave you. Nor forsake you. Do you remember Moses? One day in the wilderness, some people thought they were more wise than Moses. And they began to say, you, who do you think you are? Do you think you're so special because the Lord speaks to you? Don't you think the Lord speaks to us also? And the Bible says the Lord opened the ground. <laughs> Can I tell you something? The Lord opened the ground. Moses did not have to go and take a bow and arrow. No. No need for chariots. The Lord himself opened the ground. And the Bible says to Joshua, the same way I was with Moses, I will be with you. There will be no man who will be able to stand before you. There will be no man who will be able to stand before you. I don't care if they are your boss. I don't care if they are someone in authority. I don't care the power that they have. I don't care the chariots that they have. But the Bible says, no man. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? The Bible says, to you, Joshua, no man. No man will be able to stand before you. Not just today. Not just next week. Not next year. All the days of your life. I am receiving that one. Receive that anointing. Receive that anointing. In the name of Jesus. No man. I said no man. If there is anyone standing before you. Receive this anointing. When you carry the warfare anointing. No one is able to stand before you. In the name of Jesus. And you know what? When the Lord himself has told you that no one will stand before you. You are not shaken. That is why Joshua. There is a scripture in Joshua chapter 10. When Joshua was fighting the Amor Amorites. And the Bible says. As they began to fight. The Lord intervened. The Lord began to send hailstones from heaven. To fight the enemies. Remember no man is supposed to stand before Joshua. So if Joshua cannot do it with his own strength. Then the Lord who said no man has to intervene. Are you here somebody? Are you here somebody? The Bible says when they began to fight, the Lord began to rain hailstones. Stones were coming from heaven and killing more than the ones that Joshua killed with the sword. And this is the time that Joshua said, uh, 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 no man is supposed to stand. Therefore, Lord, this day cannot end. The sun stand. Moon stand still. I need to finish this battle. It wasn't for everyone, but the one who possesses the anointing for warfare. Are you here, somebody? 
Are you here, somebody? Some of you, people just kick you left, right, and center. You know some people, people, especially when you are quiet. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> people will just do anything. People will poke you. People will provoke you. People will boo you. Tonight, receive this anointing. I said tonight, receive this anointing. In the name of Jesus, when you carry this anointing, someone touches you by mistake. Hellstones, find them. Are you here, somebody? Someone touches you by mistake. Maybe they never meant to. They just, by mistake, they just try to provoke you. But when the Lord has said, no man will stand before you, they will be killed by hellstones. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let's go. Let's go. Be strong and of good courage. For to these people, you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Let's go. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. So Joshua carried the anointing of warfare and he also carried the anointing of prospering, succeeding. Are you here, somebody? Joshua always had success. Joshua carried prosperity. Joshua had success. He taught the children of Israel in chapter 6 to go around Jericho silently. Six days they were to be silent. And the people obeyed it to the T. No one spoke. The seventh time, the seventh day, the Lord gave him another instruction. And everyone did that. Because Joshua carried the anointing to succeed. Do you know sometimes you fail not because of you? But the people that you are trusting. The people that should be helping you. You tell them, now it is time for silence. Everyone is speaking. You tell them, now is the time for worship. They are crying before God, petitioning God. Not Joshua. Joshua carried the anointing of success. That the same stubborn Israelites, whatever Joshua says, Israelites do. Are you here, somebody? I want you to catch this one. I said I want you to catch this one. When you carry this anointing of success, the people that don't want to succeed with you, the people that are working against you, the Lord will begin to uproot one by one. Because you are carrying the anointing to be successful. Therefore, it doesn't matter what happens, you have to succeed. It doesn't matter the economy, you have to prosper. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Remember verse 3, the Bible says, wherever you tread upon, wherever the soles of your feet tread upon, that is your land. The Lord never said you are going to struggle, then you get the land. The Lord just says, wherever you tread upon, you are taking over. That is the anointing of success. The anointing of success. Receive this anointing in the name of Jesus. Receive the anointing for success in the name of Jesus. So many people, you are toiling 
it is a hustle after hustle after hustle. After all the hustling, no success. After all the toiling, no prosperity connects to this anointing. The anointing of success. The anointing of prosperity. Exodus chapter 3. From verse 10 to 13. Exodus chapter 3 verse 10 to 13. The Bible says, come now therefore and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, who am I? That I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. So he said, I will certainly be with you. And this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall save God on this mountain. This is the anointing that was upon Moses. The anointing to be a leader. The anointing of leadership. We don't just lead. You need an anointing to lead. You need an anointing to lead. Do you remember how stubborn the Israelites were? Imagine if Joshua had no anointing. They would have turned back in the wilderness. Remember, they would always remember onion <laughs> and garlic. They would always remember onion and garlic. And yet they've been delivered. They would remember onion and garlic. If Moses was not anointed for leadership, he would have said, mm-mm. Children of Israel, let's turn back. It's high time. Go back and eat the garlic. But Moses needed this anointing to be able to lead them. He needed this anointing not to go back. Are you here with me? And the Bible says, this Exodus chapter 3, the Bible says the Lord saw the tears of his children. The Lord saw what they were going through. And he chose a man to lead them. He chose Moses to take them out of Egypt, to take them to the promised land. And Moses needed to be anointed to lead. Are you here, somebody? Moses needed to be anointed to lead them. It was an anointing. Are you here, somebody? It was an anointing. Do you remember something? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Remember something. We were ECG. Until the Lord spoke to our prophet, Major One. And said, now I am creating a nation. The Jesus nation. You and me, didn't we sit down? Didn't we hear everything? At first we were thinking, seven mountains. Seven mountains. So what are these seven mountains? And then we overtake seven mountains. How is it going to be? Are you not the Jesus nation now? The anointing to lead. If someone with no anointing to lead were to come here and tell us, no, 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 there's this Jesus nation, you won't even pay attention. He needed to have that anointing to lead you and me so that we can all sit down and begin to think, what is this Jesus nation? Lord, reveal, what is this Jesus nation? Now, what are we supposed to do? The anointing to lead. There are some people up to now they can never hold managerial positions 
because they don't have the anointing to lead the anointing to lead will teach you all things on leadership the anointing to lead will teach you human behavior the anointing to lead will teach you how to deal with quarrels are you here somebody are you here somebody 